to another episode of Hot Takes with Panda and Friends. Episode 6, we're going to bring in the super boring bowl 55 review. You know, let's just dive right in. Billy, how you doing, buddy? What up, man? I'm doing good. Yeah. That's good. That's game. good. You know what time it is. It's uh the shots time. We're, we're going to get right into it. We're going to get right, right into it, all right? Let's do these shots. What oh, I didn't had? know we were doing shots. What do we got? <laughs> uh, I have Fireball myself. Of course. Me as well. I don't got that watered down shit that you, they serve you out there, though. <laughs> I can get that. I just got it at uh-huh. the distributor, you dick. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. Oh, man, I was going to show the label of my beer, but my green screen, it's a green can, so it, won't, it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> you, you ruined it! <laughs> it's just floating. Like. <laughs> well, my, but hey, welcome to your first episode of Hot Takes with Panda and Friends, Jake Williams. Oh, it's exciting. Uh, Brent and I, uh, we've been podcasting with each other on and off for a couple of years now. Yeah, former classmate at the good old Iowa Western. Shout out to uh, Puck Drops here. Yeah, Puck Drops here. I missed that, that show. That was fun. We can get back into it if you have the time. I will have you on for NHL episodes. We can call it the Puck Drops here. I was floating around with the What the Puck. Oh, good. You good know, one. yeah. <laughs> Billy, you're never going to top <laughs> spitting chiclets. Let's just admit it. No, like, nobody. No, nobody. I, don't, I didn't play in the fucking NHL. You can't top Biz and, Biz and Whitney. Like, it's just not going to happen. I actually started listening to... Uh, because shout out to Will Compton, Husker fans out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually started listening to his podcast with Tyler Lewain, I think is his name. Tyler Lewin. Lewin, yeah. Uh, Busting with the boys. Yeah. yeah. That's actually a pretty good show. Yeah. yeah. I've heard good things about it. Uh, Billy listens to quite a few. I think my favorite out of the ones that we've talked about ourselves has been the Chris Long podcast, Green Mike. I think it's just interesting mm-hmm. It's cool just because it, it's not just a sports podcast. It gets into just life. It, mm. It's cool to have that interesting take on a guy that lives in Charlotte's uh, town down in uh, Virginia. So That's how he's that a kid, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. He's my man, dude. He's one of my favorite players of all time now. <laughs> he played with the he's Eagles awesome. for three years. He's my favorite. I don't care. He's just a cool-ass dude, too. <laughs> As Billy switches the uh, theme behind him to the on the clock, because the <laughs> Eagles are on the clock. I'm on to the draft. <laughs> He's on I'm to the on. draft already. He's on you know, to the draft. You know what's crazy about the draft? This year will be the first time ever in franchise history that the Buccaneers will pick 32nd in the draft. You didn't get one after that, after that last Super Bowl? No, because to get that Super Bowl, they traded oh, to get yeah. John Gruden, yep. and that required a first-round draft pick. So this is the first time they'll ever be picking 32nd. We need to bring those back, trading for coaches. Yeah, that was I, when I because to get myself ready for the Super Bowl, I went back and watched the 2002 Super Bowl. Sure. And yeah, I remember seeing that, and I'm like, that's so fucking weird that they traded coaches back in the day. Like I didn't even. Yeah. You have a kind of interesting story about that Super Bowl too, when the Buccaneers beat the Eagles in the NFC Championship too, didn't you, Billy? When you were like 14. <laughs> That was like a devastating night for my entire life. I uh, was sad and depressed watching that in the basement. And then I went to my buddy's house to like play football afterwards. And uh, I met the chick I ended up dating in high school, and she was horrible. So 
Uh, and then later in the night, I tried marijuana for the first time, and then came out. That was the. That was. That was, was it. Depressed, man. They closed was, down the vet. I was what, uh, thirteen or something? Thirteen, fourteen years old. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You're you're a little younger than us, there, Jake. Yeah. Trouble, dude. That was my what second of three or no second of four NFC championships in a row. Yeah, because you guys oh, went yeah. and one finally. Yeah. All right, F it. Let's jump right into it. Jake, what was it like to go from being – or actually, hang on. I have to ask this question first. Okay. Because it's a requirement of this podcast that Billy and I have started. You obviously think that Dan Campbell is the epitome of man, right? Obviously. I mean – the dude, his opening press conference, he's talking about ripping off people's kneecaps and no. ripping off their limbs. Not ripping, biting those motherfuckers. Right, yeah. He's, eat, he's eating them. <laughs> Which, somebody should have said, like, dude, you don't need to go this hard. It's an opening press conference, you know. It's, it's just saying hi to everybody. And he's like, no, we're going we're gonna to just, just decapitate them and drink their blood. And <laughs> dude, it's so I good. I love but if me personally, if I'm a player, hell yeah, talk like that. I want a coach that's a psychopath. Yeah, you know, it, it, <laughs> I want a cold-blooded killer as a coach. Oh, it's it, it's absolutely the best thing ever, and I'm just looking forward to next year and every press conference when they lose a game, and he'll be like, you know, we just missed on the bite. We didn't we didn't bite <laughs> the kneecap on the way up. We if nibbled. We had, if we had bitten fully. We would have won the game because we would have taken him out. But I'm waiting happen. for them to win like a comeback, so then he's jacked his shit in the press conference. Oh, that you know would be mean? great. Oh but yeah. I told gonna you guys. Up, he's gonna end up like hurting Jared Goff after he throws oh, like, yeah. a game-winning touchdown. He just tackles Jared Goff like it's uh it's like uh the replacements the the, the linebacker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Red well, means stop. Question. Here's a real question: Over under how many times he's gonna headbutt someone? Oh, and yeah. bust his head open. <laughs> At least three. It has to be, right? Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> okay, let's get into the real question I was going to ask, not the, is Dan Campbell the epitome of man? Which he is. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's, what was it like to go from giant Brady hater to reformed <laughs> Brady lover now that he has won your team a Super Bowl? Um, It's... You know, I thought about this yesterday, uh, and I, I've just kind of been in like the past forty-eight hours. It's just been cloud nine for me. Uh, but I was in, you know, Billy, you know about this from a few years ago. Um, but it was something where I was sitting there, and I was like, "This feels like to take from pro wrestling." In my world, nobody else's world, but my world, this is the greatest face turn in the history of sports because I spent I'm 27 so I spent most of my life hating this man just hating his greatness and then last year in March he joins my team and now he's the greatest quarterback well he was before that but he he's the greatest thing to ever happen and the fact that he took a team that was 7 and 9 all the way to the Super Bowl and not just doing it but beating Beating Drew Brees after the, the Saints had just owned them the last two times they played. Beating Rodgers in the frozen tundra. And then beating Mahomes. Like, 
it's the weirdest feeling to be this happy about Tom Brady winning a Super Bowl. So, so, so one thing, though, I'm just going to say this. Of the four quarterbacks he beat to win the Super Bowl, Breeze is the worst. He yeah. Was, he was the most garbage in all of those games. So every single, Sure, every but it's single still person, the name, though. I mean, yeah, it's still it's Brady going through the legends. It's a <laughs> you know, I, I get but it. But when it's you look name. back on it, you'll be like, I mean, outside of Heineke or whatever he was, uh, he went through all the NFC top dogs of our yeah. generation, you know, of our lives at least. And I think the most impressive thing to me was how easy it was for me to like him. <laughs> how easy it was for me to make – and uh, Brent and I were talking before we went on the air, and I said to him, because I said, only thing that would be funnier to me is, you know, I spent all this years hating him. He wins one for my team. I said, the only thing that would be funnier if it happened to Brent with the Steelers. And he goes, I wouldn't want that. And I go, you say that? Yeah. But as someone that's had it happen, you want it. I can't <laughs> stand the guy, though. Like, I just, like, we, we've talked about with this on prior podcasts. Like, he, he is the fucking goat at this point. Like, we've, No, we've, there's no debate, yeah. So, like, it's just one of those, like, I, I'll accept it. It's fine. Like, he beat the shit out of my team consistently. I'll still fucking hate him. I, I, fuck him. <laughs> Don't care. Well, you still, have to, dude. Still fucking Tom Brady. I don't like him. <laughs> That's Somewhere it. in the back of Jake's mind, I'm sure he fucking hates him a little bit, too. But it's a lot easier <laughs> once he lays it over with that, with you know, Super Bowl? that trophy. Yeah. Yeah. And into, uh, you know, 18 long years of suffering. 13 years since we've been in the playoffs. So uh, to, to see that, it was funny because I was looking at Twitter um, during the game. And I'm sure we'll get into this when we talk more about the game itself. But, you know, there's some, there were some questionable penalties. I'm not going to lie. And I saw all these responses saying, that, like, it's rigged and all this shit. And I was like, this is what Patriots fans dealt with for 20 years, isn't it? Like, take away the penalties. The Bucks dominated that game. They were still going to win that game. Yeah. I don't, you know, maybe you take a pen, you take the interception off the board. Maybe that's different. You know, maybe, maybe Mahomes and, and the Chiefs get it together and, and get a touchdown drive. You don't know. But just, re- I, I, I hate to say this, but I kind of, I'm kind of okay with Patriots fans now because I know what they had to deal with with Brady. You take that back right now. <laughs> you've, you've just opened the Brady can, dude. They, yeah. They've had it their whole lives and shit. You right. can't forgive them for their sins. Fuck that. <laughs> This isn't fair because you two have been victimized by him. I got no revenge, though, man. I'm, I'm That's like, true. I don't That's hate true. the man anymore. I mean, I do, but I don't like. He doesn't keep me up at night. Like I've been at his best type of shit. But I hate that franchise, you know. So fuck those fans. <laughs> no, I, I, I'll tell you. The first thing that I did, I laughed uncontrollably when I saw the Patriots miss the playoffs, and I was like. <laughs> you you literally ran out the the thing that carried your franchise for 20 years. You bring in Cam Newton, and I feel bad for Cam personally because okay. I like Cam. Hang yeah, on. I do too. Hang on, though. What nobody is paying attention to on that is they literally had, what, three or four defensive starters opt out? Yeah, and like half their defense and a couple and linemen those, and shit. Like, you can't fucking yeah. tell me that that team wasn't going to be better if they had a defense that was worth a goddamn yeah, they yeah, might have made the playoffs. Hightower sat out. He's their best linebacker. Yeah, but Cam can't throw the ball. You know, he has a better shot of making his run 
defensive-oriented offense work better if they have a defense that can stop someone. Yeah, if they can control the clock. and like, have, Yeah, I can see How that. often did they end up going down early and then they're chasing and you have to throw? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, look at the uh, Monday night game against the Rams when they were pretty much out of that right away. We, yes. I mean, they... 24 to 3, and they couldn't do anything. The book on Cam was written a long time ago. If you made the dude throw, he struggled. It's kind of the same book that's being written on Lamar Jackson right now. Get him down, make yeah. him throw the ball. And guess what? He doesn't excel there because he doesn't go past the second read. And it's not a, a knack or a hit on anything on them as a quarterback. They're just they're, Their legs yeah. make them move better. So if it's the running game, you don't want to go down because your running game eats clock. It yeah. does. Like, I, look at the Lamar I, Jackson stuff. It is what it yeah. is. It's all out there. And I, and I think for me, the reason I've kind of been okay with Brady and, and the face turn has happened where I love the guy. I mean, he – and he's staying next year, and he's made Tampa Bay a contender. Tampa Bay hasn't been a contender since the Warren Sapp, John Lynch, Vonde Barber era. Like, they haven't Don't been that Don't you forget good. Derek Brooks. Yes, Derek Brooks. It's like, I know there's going to be one I'm going to forget. But, yeah, the early aughts, since then, Tampa hasn't been relevant. No, and, not at and, all. And he, and I, and I think people were wrong when they thought that Brady picked Tampa at random. No, he didn't. He had two Pro Bowl receivers. He had O.J. Howard, who got hurt this year, but O.J. Howard's a productive tight end. Cameron Brait, uh, Ronald Jones. Decent running back. Like, he had a good offense already. And then that defense has just been nasty. And Todd Bowles deserves all the credit in the world for recreating that defense in his past two years. And can, we, can we talk about a, a minute about the reporter that asked oh my Byron Leftwich a question thinking it was Todd Bowles? Oh, that's so embarrassing. How dumb do you have to be? Yeah. Like, Byron Leftwich is a starting quarterback in the NFL for a decade. And then a backup with Pittsburgh for, like, six after that. How they, do you yeah, not know who he is? They don't even look similar at all. It's just, no. oh, boy. Well, it's not even that. They're just, yeah, they're different fucking people and different sides of the ball, too. It's not like, <laughs> you know, they would ever be in the same room unless it was, like, on the field, you know? Right. Well, well, did the other guy not hear the questions? Do you not no. hear them talk about the offense? To be like, yeah, oh, wait a minute. Know. Was that the first question asked? I would also, hope so. Also, <laughs> reaction was great. Like, yeah. He, he just, it was perfect. Yeah, and I'll, I'll give it this, and I'll, I'll I'll cut this, and I'll I'll put that in post. But like, it was so good. Going into the game, what was your number one goal on the defensive side to to shut Mahomes down, shut that high powered offensive down? What was your guys' number one goal going into that game? We shut Pat Mahomes down. I think you got the wrong guy. Yeah, the the look on his face of like, excuse me, like, <laughs> and, and, well, I not th- Byron, not Todd. So yeah, I think he handled it professionally. I think he was yeah. just like, God, these white people. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I felt bad for him. I was like, son of a bitch. He's like so well known now, and they still confuse the fucking guy. Oh, I, and I will say, I will say, I, I do need to say that I was wrong about Byron Leftwich because I was a big hater on him this season. I thought he was holding Brady back, and I nope. think that loss to Kansas City, and you know, they said it on the on the broadcast, and I think it's true, and. It was so late in the season to have a bye week, but I think that bye week and that comeback to almost win the game against Kansas City in the regular season, completely Byron completely changed how he ran that offense, and uh, Brady did as well. Because they, they never lost. After the Chiefs game, they went undefeated to end the year. 
Well, Dude, I, I was telling honestly, people in the summer. Or go no, ahead, no, 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 go ahead, Bill. Oh, okay. I was telling people in the summer, like, I didn't think you guys would win the Super Bowl or anything, but I figured it would take a while for you guys to gel because it's a completely, you know, new piece and shit. Um, and a COVID year. Also that, you know what I'm saying? I thought left, which was great last year, though, so I, I wasn't like, you know, I didn't think anything bad of him this year. I just figured it would take a while kind of thing. And it does, and I mean, by the bye week, I'm sure they knew exactly what Brady fucking wanted, and and that's why I started throwing him one of the tight ends and shit instead of just launching it up to the wideouts all the time. Uh, I don't know. I liked them both, man. Bowles just kind of turned it on in the playoffs. He, like, completely figured out the whole linebacker situation and shit. Well, the defense awesome. absolutely came in, and what's, what was it, D. Smith, I think it is? Uh, he's one of their inside with Levante. He uh, was Devin White. Devin, White sorry, yeah. he why did I say D? Smith? I'm thinking D. Ford at the top of my head for some reason. I don't even know yeah. why. But yeah, Devin White. Put some he got hurt on when he man. came. I'm so sorry. I apologize. He's still not Levante David. So whatever. He's fucking good though. Oh, he is. He's absolutely yeah. good. You but should be thankful. What? Brady got Levante David, a former Husker, a ring. He got <laughs> Sue a ring. I'm sure you saw the saw the meme, but like you saw the part where they did the Bud Light seltzer lemonade like guy in the stands or whatever yeah yeah and it was like somebody this game will put respect on levante david's name like it was yeah. so good because oh, yeah. <laughs> like oh, and if, if anybody like pays attention to stats you watch like that like levante david's been on a team it's been garbage but he's literally been a top three middle linebacker in the nfl his entire fucking career yeah no one ever I mean, talks about it he, he was on the yeah. unwatched team that's what sucks I'm happy and, for him. I'm not even a Husker fan. I'm happy for him. <laughs> and, the, yeah. you know, that that's the thing that sucks about these small market teams. Um, they don't get the recognition that other players would. And, and I think it showed. And, look, the Pro Bowl this year, it, it didn't matter because it was Madden, you know. It and, never and, does anyway. But. Right. But and Devin White said the best in his, his postgame interview. It was like, how can we have done that? How can we have not allowed Kansas City to score a touchdown and we have no pro bowlers? Kind of yeah. weird, isn't it? Doesn't make any yeah. sense. Yeah. Also, and, at the same time, I mean, JPP decided to go out and start playing like it was 2011 all over again. So I, I think like he actually Brady, had all ten fingers. I think the Brady effect is real, man. I think that yeah. those guys found a resurgence in their career because they're playing with – they. They believed, you know. They got a belief on the other side. They thought they had an yeah. actual player. So, I mean, look uh, at Leonard Fournette's turnaround too. I mean, mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette was always there. He just like here's the here's the issue you run into. Like it, it does speak to exactly what you're saying. The dude was always there and great. But the other thing about Fournette that happened in this one was he wasn't used like a as a workhorse like he was in Jacksonville. So like instead of having 400 touches going into the playoffs, he had what? 150? Yeah. yeah. And, like, you're fresh. You're ready to just pound. Like it's, Yeah, it, and they and the Bucks had depth, so Rojo could step in. You know, Shady, whenever he was healthy, could step in. Which, by the way, talk about a great way to end your career. You do jack shit in two Super Bowls, and you get two rings. You don't even like, take a snap, and you win two Super uh-huh. Bowl rings. <laughs> I saw pictures of him on the sidelines smoking cigars, too. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Along I, would, I, <laughs> I mean, would. props to him. I'm happy for him. But, Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and that's another. And that's another thing too. These guys really. I think this team is special because they did. Like Leonard Fournette stood up for Shady McCoy on Twitter uh, when Pro Football Focus talked about how useless he was, pretty much. And that wasn't their words. It was so, something to that effect. Yeah, but if you asked him to step in and play because some of their injuries, he's still going to be serviceable. He's not going right. to be what Fournette well, or Ronald Jones were, but he's still yeah. serviceable. 
in in uh, playoff, Lenny said that uh, he's like, hey, uh, you don't see the reps he takes in practice. You don't see the things that he does in practice for me and Ronald and like the whole running back crew. So you don't know that. And he's like, I, I he's like pretty much saying like, I don't. This is bullshit. Yeah. And so so that's good. Is like it's it's nice to see this team just be who they are and and and. and recount on each other and I don't think that was there when Jameis was there I really don't no no way yeah I something agree. about the Brady thing like just because they they just think they have a chance of winning so if you right. think you they actually believe. have a chance you might as well fucking just give it your all all the time I think it comes yeah, down and, and you to, bond like that it honestly comes down to what you perceive your quarterback's work ethic to be a lot of times like I'll be completely honest. I think the biggest issue that you run into a lot of times in Pittsburgh is, like, you look at Ben, he looks like this big, lumbering ogre oaf. And, like, dude, it's true. Like, he is. Like, that's what you look Yukon at Yukon Cornelius. Yeah. So, like, at the end of the day, like, they look at him like that, and they look like, are, are you really putting the reps in? Do you have the work ethic? Like, I think he does, but he doesn't look like he does. Whereas, you'll get a guy like Tom Brady who looks better at 43 like, looks-wise, granted, he's gotten hair implants and shit like that. But, like, he looks better now, and he's work, his yeah. work ethic is just as good as it was when he was 24. It's it's that avocado ice cream, buddy. That's, that's what the TV... No, he went, to the, he went to that spa, bro. This is his, yeah. what, oh, yeah. hour yeah, or some spa. shit? The spa. The spa. Yeah. They recreated him. We, <laughs> we didn't go do that. I got too drunk this last weekend. We didn't yeah. go do that. We gotta go, we gotta go dig up the other ten. Remember when he ran into those? Remember when he ran into those random people's house this summer? Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. Maybe that was his clone coming home, man. He didn't know where the fuck he was at. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like the prestige. That's, just, yeah, uh, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so the last the, the last episode that we did, Billy and I went on this tyrant of uh, we were gonna go to New England and find out where they buried all the other clones. <laughs> yeah. We we're gonna have him storm the field. That was the way to take his yes. ass out finally, dude. But. Couldn't find him. Yeah, we didn't it, find him. I, I, I mean, uh, yeah, it, it's honestly, I think a lot of the hate that Brady gets is just because he victimized their team, and you know, and I, and I get it as as an Eagles fan, as a Steelers fan, I could understand how that that you would feel that way towards Brady. You I was there too. You don't know how I feel. I was there too, man. And then he won my team at Super Bowl <laughs> after eight, after eighteen years, and I was like, you know what? Not a bad guy, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't have any of the bad memories specifically with him, though. At least, yeah. You I never beat the Bucks. Yeah, you it. didn't have to fucking deal. Yeah, that's true too. Uh, when you beat I the Bucks, it was regular season, and they sucked anyway, so it didn't really matter. Yeah, it's anyone great is going to be hated. It's just oh. the, the fact that Brady was dealt with all of these fucking cheating scenarios constantly. Yeah. It wasn't like it was once; it was like four or five times, man. As, as an example, oh no, go ahead, finish, bro. I'm sorry, I apologize. I no, that's it. Like, like anyone, like everyone hates LeBron, even though he's fucking amazing. Come on, you know, like no matter who the next great is, they'll hate that guy too. I, I already hate Mahomes. Kinda, yeah, me too. You know? I'm there. Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> For no reason, like, he's just amazing, but, like, fuck him. Uh, you know what I mean? But it's the fact that they just lumped in all that other shit. Like, you know what? You know, well, you know why I hate Mahomes? Because while watching that game, Tampa's dominating. Defense playing out of their mind, they're dominating. It's 21-6 to six at halftime, and I'm still like, I don't trust this. This whole time, I was... Oh, yeah. Until that was last that not my minute. fucking response to you during the fucking game, Billy, when I was talking. Okay, to you. I was like, I don't trust this until there's like nine minutes left in the game, yep. and you know it's yeah. completely out of hand. Or something. Even then, 
I still yeah. didn't trust it. It wasn't until Devin White's interception at the end where I was yeah. like, okay, now I can celebrate. Even yeah. though it was a 22-point game, I'm like, I don't – the dude threw a football 40 yards while uh, falling parallel to the ground. Yeah. Like, I already hate this man. <laughs> Welcome yeah, to yeah. being a pitcher that can hit 103. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. He's not human. I, I just and I and I'm you know and I have some uh, uh, friends that are Chiefs fans and I said I don't see you know they're like they're giving me like you know they were, Tampa is a better team blah, 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 and I go your team's get, they're the next dynasty. I still think the Chiefs will be the next Patriots. Well, it's just well, well when Brady retires and they will be because <laughs> it seems like Brady's the only one that can stop him. The issue yeah. you're going to run into with the Chiefs is what are they going to do on their offensive line? Well, two, two starters are two starters are are leaving. Or they're not yeah. leaving, but they're up up for contract, and then you have to decide: do we help out the offensive line, which was garbage yes. in this entire game? Granted, they were without two tar- tackles and a guard, or do we keep his weapons around him? Yeah, like you can't well, continue to pay Kelsey and yeah. Tyreek, yeah, you have and to a one. running back. And have an actual offensive line. Like yeah. nobody realizes this. You know why the Patriots never had like these top flight, big number, big dollar wide receivers? Because they paid expensive. offensive linemen. Yeah. Well, this game right here shows you like if you don't have a good line, it doesn't matter who the hell's yeah. out there running around. Steelers fan here, I can tell you, offensive yeah. line matters. Fuck you! Yeah. I just had the record for fourteen straight games of different offensive linemen, dude. <laughs> like, you don't tell me what a bad O-line looks like, but... Yeah, but we real, like, expect that out of Philly. Yeah, well, it's an injury thing. Uh, <laughs> curse. I don't care. We sold it for that ring. Regardless, though... <laughs> regardless, yeah, it not, doesn't matter what how fast Hill can run if your quarterback's fucking running backwards eight yards already, you know? Correct. Like, right. This entire game, he had nothing. No time, period. Like, he ran for that first drive or whatever. He ran a couple first downs and shit, and then that was it. Like, it was over yeah. after that. Okay, so I'm going to take us off this wild tangent that we've ran down now for well, 20 I minutes be, or so. But, I thought uh, it was just Super Bowl talk, really. But, well, I mean, it was, but like we're, kind of, we're not even actually talking about the Super Bowl, really. We're talking okay. about the future. So let's, to wrap up yeah. what I was saying, <laughs> it's real easy to go from Brady hater to Brady lover when he gets uh, your team the Lombardi trophy. That's fair. Yeah. Really I can easy. understand that completely. <laughs> All right, well, I'll hop in and I'll, just, I'll give my take. I guess, and it's kind of a hot take. We have friends that think that our takes are maybe too much, but uh, or that we're stupid. But well, I'm drinking, so it's probably gonna get worse. So. <laughs> it's gonna be great. This is gonna be amazing. Cheers. Cheers. So my my theory, or not theory, but like my evaluation of this game. I ended up rewatching it Monday after I got home from work. I rewatched the entire game. Um, because obviously I was drinking during the, the initial game, and I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. <laughs> but, well, you had no dog in the fight. No, I didn't. Uh, so, like, watching it, again, I honestly think that there's too much clout given to, to Brady on this one. He did great. It was a great game. But the story of this game was the defense mm-hmm. yeah. and what Todd Bowles did. Because, dude, they set a safety 20 yards deep and said, Try and go deep. You're not gonna. Ha- it's not gonna happen. He just it's, stuck it's to that bracket, that deep bracket zone, and then he let yeah. the front door eat him up. That was all they needed, and, and, and it worked. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because Andy's response to that, instead of adding blockers, he was like, fuck it, my guys are faster. I'm just yep. going to go empty all game long and hope for the best. It's like Madden tactics, but yeah. it clearly didn't work. So, but I mean, also add on to that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so, well, well, I was going to, yeah, I was going to say that, I mean, granted it's because they got behind, but um, they threw the ball 56 times. And when you're throwing the ball 56 times and your quarterback's getting pressure 29 of those times, it's real hard to move the football. Right. And, right. and Todd, you're right. Todd Bowles, I, I, honestly, if you could give a coach defense like MVP, he should have been MVP in the Super Bowl. Because to take what they did in Week 12, which was stupid, which was let's do single high safety on Tyree Kill, and he gets two bills and two tutties in the first quarter. And to take that film and say, okay, well, here's what we're going to do then. We're going to rush four because our guys are good enough. We, we've got a good enough front seven. We'll rush four. They only blitzed a handful of times. And then they said, you know what, Levante, you're on Kelsey. If he catches a six-yard pass, I don't care. That's not what we're playing. Props to him, too, man. He covered him like a dream all game. The best Absolutely. you can imagine. Like, what he covered him the game, best he could, man. and he still didn't. Kelsey still got 100 yards. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, still, I mean, though. Empty calories. Empty yeah, exactly. calories. Well, absolutely, it was empty point. calories, for sure. But it's, there, it's, was it's, it's, that, or there, there, there was a stat that said uh, Mahomes was pressured on 29 of his 56 passes, which is actually the most in Super Bowl history. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. It's was. The dude insane. ran 500 yards, almost. 497 yeah. yards, next-gen stats. Yeah. 497 yards evading pressure. Yeah. Right. Like, Meanwhile, and, on the other side, Brady was pressured four so, times. Here, here's it, another yeah. thing that I have to ask, though. You have to go into it, and not just a, oh, this is a Todd, because everybody should fucking love what Todd Bowles did. Like, he yeah. did amazing. But also, do you throw some fault at Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid? They didn't change yeah. their game plan. Yeah, They Dude, waited too long. Obviously, Andy the long-range fucking ball was not going to happen. Start running yeah. underneath. Dude, that's speed. Andy's Let offense. him break a fucking tackle. Yeah. Andy is he relies on the bomb. That's all he ever does. And he waits till halftime to fucking change shit. And by this point it was twenty one to whatever, six or whatever. But yeah. even at twenty one six you have to fucking make a decision no, to try and I know score he, a touchdown at least. Like make it respectable. Well he did, but I mean like they just kept scoring on the other side. So I need another yeah. beer. Yeah. What happens? What happens though is like when when shit starts going wrong, coaches just like you know they unravel back to what they know, yeah. and all Andy knows is it just bombs away, dude. Like this is the best way to do it. If we score quick, one drive, then we're back in it, you know. But after three or four drives of that, like you're kind of fucked, dude. You kind of got to figure something else out. Yeah, and like my thing on that, I mean, I, Jake, pop in right after this one, but like my my thing is is just like why don't you make the like idea to like hit a drag route and just hope it fucking goes. Like you have no, the true. speed ability of of a Tyreek Hill and Pringle and all these guys that can break a tackle and go. Why would you not look for a drag route, a five five six yard route, and then just try and have them break one? Yeah, yeah. Drags take a little bit of time. I think that was part of the problem too, though. Yeah. And and with that only four man rush, they couldn't do screens either because it's all just fast corners and linebackers. And and that's so, the thing that's frustrating if you're the enemy. It's just, it's like when Kansas City ran the ball, they were getting five six yards a pop, and then they uh-huh. they got behind, and then they just went to that mentality of like, fuck it, we got to play KC ball, we got to throw the ball. And and you know what? I, I got to tell you, 
it was so much fun watching that game and watching the Bucks play the way they did on defense because it's like I've been saying it for weeks. I thought the Bills were going to do it. They couldn't. This kind of style of play will bite you in the ass. Yeah. You can't constantly go behind. And, you know, this isn't Houston. This isn't Tennessee. This team was hungry. And, and, and when you get in that mentality, it was arrogance is what it was. When you're like, well, we've got Mahomes. He can throw the ball backwards, you know, riding a unicycle. So we'll, we'll, just, we'll just do that. <laughs> Deep bomb it down the field and play yeah. Kansas City ball. And it didn't work. And when they ran the ball in the second half, it was five, six-yard gains because Tampa's like, fine, we'll give you that. We'll play deep. That's what Absolutely. we're playing. We had a board of my buddies. We should have just ran the ball more. But you guys looked good because you had one chunk play for, like, 26, and then you had a couple six, seven-yard plays. But you're down. You're, you're not going to play run defense when you're down two scores, three scores. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not what yeah. you do. Like, what – what KC got into and where a bunch of their fans are looking at it now and they're like, oh, we should have ran the ball, we should have done this. You tried to start and you couldn't. Like, they couldn't run the ball. They couldn't. It's the number one rush defense in the league. But also, <laughs> yeah. KC was horrible running the ball, but they looked good at the end of the year. They, they would get to a point where they, they'd get up and then they, but they would run themselves into a, 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 a jumbo offense to run the ball at the very end of the year. That's what they would do. Like, you would get in, and then you would try and control the clock. It was like this is the talk of what of Pittsburgh in general all year long with the eleven and zero start for Pittsburgh. You're like, you guys can't yeah. run the ball. Well, look at what KC does. They come back and then they run the ball at the end of the game. They get into a jumbo package. They run the ball. They control the clock. Like, yeah, it works when you have tight ends that can actually come in and do that. Like, yeah. if you don't remember last year's jumbo package for the Steelers, they brought a backup tackle in. Who blew his ACL in the first game of the fucking year this year? So tell me when the Chiefs were ever going to bring in the jumbo package to run the fucking ball when they're down three scores? Don't 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 yeah. come at me with this. We should have run the ball. Uh, and an, and another thing I want to point out, and I could be biased, but you know everybody's talking about oh Eric Bieniemy, he's got the snub. He's got the snub for NFL head coach. Bitch, did you not see what Todd Bowles did all playoffs and in the Super Bowl? He's the one who got snubbed. I thought he was going to go the other way on this one. I thought he was going to go the other way on this one. You thought I was going to say Byron Leftwich? Damn right, because I brought it up the entire last podcast. No, no. he deserves it too. Ryan Leftwich deserves a fucking coaching spot. Yeah, I think all three of them do, to be honest. But Uh, Todd Bowles, unless they pay him a lot of money, he's gone, and I'm and I'm I couldn't be happier for him. Where's he he going to go? Is he going to get? He's not going to get a head coaching spot. We interviewed him. We interviewed him this year. Yeah, but all the head coaching spots. I thought still. he was going to go to Detroit, honestly. But mm-hmm. no, uh, he's he's staying in Tampa because I'm, I'm pretty sure all the vacancies have been filled. Yeah. Only Houston's left, right? No, Coley, bud. Oh, that's yeah, right. I yeah. always forget about him because he's. We literally did those two podcasts. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I don't, I don't and, know and, and I'm not taking away from Eric Bieniemy. I think Eric Bieniemy could be a coach. I think Eric Bieniemy's what he's done with Mahomes and that offense is great. I'm not discounting that, but I'm saying to me. It's pretty telling when you look at what Eric Bieniemy's offense did against Todd Bowles' defense, and 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 it, uh, I don't even remember the name of uh, Kansas City's defensive coordinator, but uh, Spagnola. It's wow, it's amazing. Why why hasn't he got a head coaching job? I wonder why. Spag already did. Why? And he got fired. Now he's yeah, well, back to defensive coordinator. He was the one that drafted Bradford. I, I do. I do. That's right. I do see. I do see what you're saying, Brent, because I do think that 
Todd Bowles is in that category where he's a great defensive coordinator, but maybe not the best coach. Because there are some guys that are really, really good coordinators, but not good head coaches. Mm-hmm. And and I could see where you, you might have an argument there. But I, I think he might end up, uh, you know, we'll see what happens the next season. But I, I would be shocked if Todd Bowles doesn't get a head coaching job next year. I think Todd Bowles should get another shot, absolutely. Um, I think. I mean, look what he got. Him. Look what he got the Jets, he man. The Come Jets. on. <laughs> it's, it's, that doesn't help you at all. The coaching graveyard, uh, man. Um, <laughs> look, man, Robert Sala is going to take them to the promised land, okay? <laughs> but I agree. I think he got kind of a, a, a shit hand on getting the Jets as his first you know, place to go. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you right now. I think everybody's kind of overreacting a little bit to the Eric Bieniemy thing. I think he also realizes, like, why would I want to go take a job where I don't think I'm going to be in a position to actually win right away? Like, what, right. what's he going to go do? Go take the job that Zach Taylor got in Cincinnati? Like, yeah, great. yeah, for sure. But like, <laughs> but it, it's not a good job. No, like, it's not. As a head coach, like you can make a little bit less and not have as much responsibility, and then also not go. Well, I failed it my first time as a head coach because I coached well, the Bengals. It's like coaching it. It's like coaching a Philly. You'd want to coach there, man. They just they're brutal. <laughs> no, even if you want to coach here, don't worry. They'll hire the other guy. That's but, true. That's uh, true. Yeah, I don't even blame the enemy for this game though, because it's that's Andy. He calls all the plays. He does everything. True. So even if the enemy could be in his ear, being like, "Yo, let's fucking change this up or something," Andy's gonna be like, "No, no, no. Like this is what I, I game plan for." Blah blah blah. Um, I don't know. I mean. I think I still think he'll get a head coaching job, but I don't put this game solely on him. Really, I put it more on yeah. Andy than anything. He's the one making all the changes. He waited till halftime to adjust the line. Period. And come on, man, this is what Andy is. I know more than any of you guys. Oh but, yeah, <laughs> it hasn't changed in my entire lifetime. Yeah, he got a. a, a transcendent quarterback and he finally won the Super Bowl but then right. he gets back and he's the same man so if it, it doesn't go you know yeah. if it doesn't go well he just unravels I mean does that that's a question too does that does this game add to the narrative I mean you know people could argue that Super Bowl 54 changed that narrative of Andy not being able to win the big one right right but I feel like 55 kind of adds to that narrative because you're right it took Patrick Mahomes, this once-in-a-lifetime talent, to finally win him a Super Bowl, which, by the way, they were losing by 10 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. In, like, nine uh, minutes. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think mean, there might be something to that about Andy Reid. And nothing to get I, – I think – Yo, I, think, I love Andy Reid. I think he's – I love yeah. him. Yeah. And it's hard not to like Andy Reid. Yeah. It is. You know, I mean, look uh, what he did for the league. Like we talked about in prior episodes, like he has half the damn league in coaching trees. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Bills coach fucking, you know what I mean? Go on and on. Ravens, everybody. Even uh, the Eagles until last year. Speaking of coaching trees, I did not know this until I went back and watched. There's a moment where they had John Lynch mic'd up in the Bucks' first Super Bowl win. And he's talking to a coordinator and he says, they're running the same play that we, that we ran in practice, right? And I didn't know this. That was Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin was on the Super Bowl team for the Buccaneers. He was. I did the, not he know. Was, he, yeah, he was Tony Dungy's. He was safeties, wasn't he? Like, yeah, he was a safeties coach. Then he moved up to Minnesota because everybody, everybody gave Pittsburgh shit when they hired him because he was young. 
And they all yeah. said that, oh, you're only hiring him because it's the Rooney rule. He's black. Because uh, yeah. Russ Grimm was supposedly the, the hire that everybody in Pittsburgh wanted. Fucking racist-ass Pittsburgh at times. <laughs> but, I'm sorry, but like, it's true. Like, Dude, yeah. they brought it out. Like, I don't know if you happen but, to see it or whatever, but the uh, Players' Tribune, Cordell Stewart penned a article this week about when he was here in 2001 and slash yeah well, no, she, i guess she's like 98 99 and uh there was the rumor that went around that he was gay that he got caught in a park oh, and yeah. shenley getting oral from a fucking other person and ended up being a cop that did it and shit and he was just like i'll do that south park episode I'm a cap. yeah <laughs> but like he he brought it up he goes it's ridiculous that like this happens and then like i'm at the stadium of my like it'd be Something that I could see happening if I was at, like, in Cleveland or in Baltimore or something. But he goes, I'm in Pittsburgh. I'm at Three Rivers before Heinz Field was, made, was built. Yeah. So I'm at Three Rivers, and I'm walking off the field after we lost a game. And he goes, I literally had a dude call me the N-word and then say, why don't you leave town? And then uses the F-word. I, I can't bring myself to say it. And chucked a beer oh. at him. Jeez. He's like... That's when I knew, like, at this, this point in time, like, it's, it also realized it's a lot, a long time, well, 23 years ago, it's crazy, but it's just nuts, like, you can't that, fucking do that. Well, and, and you brought up the Rooney rule, and you brought up, like, they, they did highlight this with Bruce Arian's staff, uh, the diversity in his staff. He has two black coordinators, three, uh, three and then two females on yep. his staff. And so, and that's the thing I love about B.A. is he, um, Todd Bowles was the defensive coordinator in Arizona when he was there. Yep. Um, he made, he went out, he seeked out Brian Leftwich for the Tampa job. He said, and they said on the broadcast, and he said in an interview, I wouldn't have got, I would not have gone to Tampa if I couldn't get Byron Leftwich. And like. He knew what he had. What, I he love had that him Bruce a, Arians. He had him as a quarterback. It's great. Right. And I know, and I love that Bruce Arians will get people that he likes. He gets his friends jobs and he says, I believe in you. I think you can do this. Which says a lot about Jameis. If his one year with Jameis, he's like, I can't I can't win with this kid. Get me somebody else. Well he said like he doesn't care who you are. If you're good at what he needs you for, like who like I'm hiring you, you know. And look, Jameis had a great season and <laughs> you know, five thousand yards passing, thirty touchdowns. He just happened to throw thirty interceptions. Yeah. If you look at that other side of the thing, yeah, he, he, uh, and that is the prime reason why Tampa is seventy nine. Look, proof is in the pudding. If they had, you know, look what happens. They they go seven nine with this guy, and then Brady comes in. They go eleven and five. I mean, that that says all you need to say. And you know, I I, I think that. The game, the 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 confidence that exudes from Bruce Arians goes to every and and Tom Brady. I think was the difference in this, and I think Bruce Arians having all the confidence in the world and Todd Bowles to be like, "This is the game. This is your game plan. We're sticking to it. I believe in you." And yeah, and and look, this team had their ups and downs, and there was a time. We talked about Heineke on their playoff run. Heineke was starting to look like the real deal for a little bit in that game. And I was yeah, getting a little nervous. That was your sketchy game. You had to go through that sketchy game, I think, to like come back to reality right. a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, well, what did I say in the other one? I think the Chiefs needed that one late 
season loss that they barely squeaked out as a win. They needed that shit. I know, you need that because you get too big-headed. They're all fucking big-headed with uh, Hill throwing out peace signs all the time and shit, which was dope. Oh, man. I would have taken that penalty 500 times. Woodfield doing it was so good. What a so fucking good. awesome moment. That dude, it, that was cloud nine for that dude forever right there. Dude, uh, just because that's when that so happened, good. So good. When that happened, Ashley was laughing at me because I'm like, I fucking love it. When he did it, I was just like, I was do stuck. it again. Do it a yeah. thousand times. Maybe Put he'll stop. Into his face, man. Inject this into my veins. Forever. It's like Juju, you know? Eventually, he's going to stop doing the stupid-ass TikTok dances when he gets knocked around a few times. Oh, he already did. He already did. He already did. Yeah, yeah. Like, here's the yeah. deal. Everybody acts like this is a fucking thing. It's not. Like, they just want to knock Juju down because Juju... Like, the, the, the thing about the, the Bengals... I one, like Juju, personally. That's fine. But, like, the thing yeah, about the Bengals thing is everybody's like, oh, it was the fucking goddamn Tic Tac. No. It was the fact that he literally laid fucking perfect out and stood over him. Yeah. Like, he literally They'll was like, yeah, fuck that. you. Like yeah. that's why Juju was is persona non grata yeah. in fucking Cincinnati. I'm I'm I really want and the Antoine Whitfield thing. It was so lethargic as a fan <laughs> to watch him do that because again, it you know you could talk about you know I you know I've, I've talked to different people about this. If your team wins the Super Bowl, which do you want? Do you want that classic close Super Bowl game, or you don't want to? Do you want an ass whipping? And I said I'll take the ass whooping. And yeah. to see him after that and just go right in his face, like, look at, and he, you could see him. He's like, hey, hey, hey. Like, he yeah, said, yeah, look he's at me. He look, he's like, look at me. Deuces. We just whipped your ass. Like, like it was be- It was pro wrestling, and I love it. I, I mean, love he's just that. lucky that Tyreek didn't think it was his pregnant wife. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. That's terrible. My favorite, and that's another thing, too. He didn't forget. He remembered. Week 12, you backflipped on me. I'm gonna get my chance to get back at you, and when I'm gonna, and I was like, they threw the flag, and I was like, I think it's bullshit it was, they throw that flag. It's bullshit they throw that nah, flag no, because if you're gonna, if you're allowed to fucking do that on a play where you score, right. why is an offensive player not allowed to do that when he stops it's, you from doing it? It's because the play was over, and then he kept doing it. Like if it was yeah. like I don't know a pick or something, and he did it at him, it wouldn't have been a flag. That's but fair. regardless, it's still dumb. True. You know, who cares? But I would have still taken the flag, like I said, a million times because that was that's the best. Yeah, and everybody on Twitter was like, that's worth it. That is worth it. Yeah. <laughs> you know he has that shit framed in his house now, or he will soon. Like, I'm debating on getting that framed. I, I, would, I mean, I have a damn Zach Ertz diving in the end zone right here. Why wouldn't you, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I low-key wish I had a blowout for mine, honest to God, just because, like, that stress is too much. But. Oh, yeah. Can't the confirm. way mine went down, like, I wouldn't change it for the world. But I remember at some point, it was, like, whenever, an hour or two after that game, that I was just, I couldn't even keep my eyes open. I was so exhausted. So if I would have been able to party, I think it would have been a little different. Yeah. Just because I think it's an absolutely ridiculous story, and because you both know me, and how dumb that I can be at times. Uh, <laughs> 40, Super Bowl 43, the... Cardinals Steelers game. Oh man, San Antonio Holmes catch. Dude. Yeah. Like, I was at my parents' house. They had friends over, and uh, one of like their best friends, uh, like basically like, adopted daughter, basically brought her boyfriend over to watch the game with all of us. And I'm Brent, I'm gonna drink beer and have fun and do my thing. But this dude decided he was gonna be like, oh, hey. I, I'm going to cheer for the Cardinals the entire game, but I'm going to be a dick. So, like... I remember this. 
Dude was in like the fucking garage of my parents' house smoking a cigarette or whatever (laughs) while I'm inside watching the game. And Fitzgerald catches that long touchdown pass in the fourth quarter. Puts Cardinals Mm. up. Dude comes running in. He's cheering. And I turned to him. I was like, I will fucking kill you. (laughs) I will murder your face right now. You fucking leave. Dude didn't, too, dude. dude didn't say another word the entire rest of the game. <laughs> like when San Antonio caught that touchdown pass, I was freaking the fuck out. And I think at one point I literally yelled, Hey, Mario, how about that? It was way better than Larry's. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> dude, that, that catch defied logic and defied oh, yeah. dude, it was one of the Dude, it's one of the best throws and catches that's ever been had in a Super Bowl. Yeah. And it doesn't matter uh, if you don't like fucking any game, game really. That's fuck. It, it is crazy so that good. Uh, both of the Buccaneers wins are blowouts. Yeah, but a part of me wishes I kind of did get like a last, like the classic Tom Brady thrill, like la- like gets it down and beats him by a field goal kind of thing. Because then I would have just laughed even harder. Because I I, I don't know, and it, I have nothing against. Andy Reid or, or the Chiefs, but I just feel like there's just been a lot of arrogance from Chiefs fans because of what Mahomes has been able to do. Yeah, it's a huge arrogance. I went with the Bucks just for that reason, really. Oh, half of it. I also yeah. want Brady to go away, but you ruined that. So, <laughs> and I was, yeah. Now I, I just thought it was funny. Shitty Pittsburgh beer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. That's fine. You had a wager on this. We did. We wagered at the end. Yeah, we, we had to wager. put something on it. Yeah. You can't. I know you have to for content, but you can uh, never bet against TB12 in a Super Bowl. Now, come on. It's for content. Like I, I get, I get it. But like, here's the I thing. wanted the Chiefs to lose so bad that I bet for the Chiefs <laughs> just so they would. I swear to God, I lost my ass on Sunday, but I didn't have to deal with my fucking so the, friends the, being annoying. The plus side to this. Because we were talking about this, you know how I was like, oh yeah, I made my bets, whatever, and I had a twenty dollar like free bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ended up hitting on the overs in the second half, and I hit on uh, Tampa Bay winning by more than fourteen. So I ended up covering wow. all of my fucking bets. Bold strategy. Yeah, I looked at dude; it was like plus three ten for Tampa to win by more than fourteen mm-hmm. at halftime. So I was like, nice. I'll just throw it on this. And my $20 bet that I threw on the overs for that second half, like, I was like, whatever, this will be fucking perfect. I had a buddy of mine that made, I think, 400 or 500 bucks on this game. Yeah. Because uh, I think he just took the bucks straight up and sure. won, like, 400 bucks, 500 well, yeah, bucks. It was like plus, it was like plus 310 or something like that at one yeah. point. Yeah. So he, he, he sent me a snap of the bills, and then he's like, thanks, Tom. <laughs> one of my friends out here uh, ended up making a bet just because, like, fuck Antonio Brown because he's a piece of fucking I don't like garbage. betting Super Bowls, man. I hate it. But uh, she <laughs> made the bet of uh, that Gronk and Antonio Brown would both uh, score a touchdown. Score. Oh, shit. It was, like, plus 457. She put 100 bucks wow. on Wow. Damn. Like, made made good bank on that one. Jesus. Right. The Gronk one would be more believable than the AB one, but... I could see it. Yeah. And that's another... And that's another a testament to Brady, um, why he's, you know, the greatest of all time. He brings the three people that weren't even on the roster to start the season scored the touchdowns in this game. You know, I, Fournette, I don't want to talk to you scored. about this one because I AB. agree with you on two, but AP can go fuck himself. <laughs> Before Brian gets all sad and shit, did you see? 
He oh, victimized yeah. you again. He took he took the mental head case from you and won a title with him. Yeah, but he didn't really do a whole fucking lot the entire year. He had like, a couple tutties. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there was a lot of mouths to feed on that one, though, man. Yeah. You know, he was fair. last mouth. He was the last mouth. He got the touchdown in the, in the Super Bowl, though. I mean, he, that's still, yeah. like, an iconic he thing. Does, he does well, get to have that, and he gets that fucking goddamn cloud. But at the end of the day, Antonio Brown can go fall off a fucking cliff. And you go rape the, his fucking trainer again. Jesus. The only... <laughs> The only way the AB could have worked it was because Tom Brady's like, you can stay in my house and I will uh, keep tabs on you twenty four seven. You idiot! You have you to do with anything. That guy. But you, if you think that Mike Tomlin didn't have tabs on fucking Antonio Brown the entire time, because yeah. the one time he didn't when he was a Steeler, he threw furniture off a high rise in Miami. Yeah, crazy. Like well, it's just like your boy. It's just like your boy Osborne with what's his name back in the oh, day. Oh, Lawrence Phillips back in the day. Yeah, he had to have him stay at his house because he was going to go out and kill people if he didn't Scott do it. Scott Frost hiding <laughs> in a fucking closet. Yeah. That shake of the head shake. <laughs> I can't defend Lawrence Phillips. Sorry, Pete. No, nobody can. Nobody can defend Lawrence. Oh, Phillips. I was making this. Yeah, okay. Should, should we? Should we say R.I.P.? I mean, does he really deserve to rest in peace? I mean. Reston, you, you died. I don't know. Like it's not Reston like. Hill. No, I'm sorry, you're dead. Sorry, sorry, that's you died. Not funny. That's, I'm sorry. That's too much. He did kill himself. <laughs> so that's not funny. Did oh, dude, he did actually kill himself. I fucking forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not funny. That's, that's not good. Uh, Suicide is no joke. Suicide is no yeah. joke. Yeah. Did you see that streaker? Way to bring the mood down, down, guys. Sorry. Hey, well, I'm going to bring yeah. the mood up. Billy, you got another shot? Because I'm going to do a shot. Billy. I do. Did you guys see that that streaker made 400 grand off yeah, that? Did you see that? That was genius. Yeah. What a fucking dope dude. What a big dick dude. Also, who has 50K to just be like, I'm just going to throw 50K. So, yeah, I don't know if that, that picture, I don't know how much true that is. Because that picture yeah. of that guy, I don't know if he, that kind of dude has 50 grand. But you never if, fucking know. If there's ever a Super Bowl at like... Jerry World, and I managed to get like nosebleed tickets. You better believe I'm gonna bet. We'll bail you out. Are you gonna we'll dive off out. the nosebleeds and then die? No. <laughs> First death in Jerry World, Jake Williams. Well, my luck, my luck will be another pandemic, so it's limited. So then I can get a decently priced seat and then do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, see? I'll do it. I'll go with you. I'll take a shit on the field. We gotta create a virus, though. A really nasty virus, and then... <laughs> I mean, have you seen how we live? That's fine. Yeah. Who's to say this goes away? Fuck it. It'll yeah. be fine. Cheers, Billy. Shots. Uh, cheers to your beer, Mr. Williams. Yeah, can't wait. Side note, WrestleMania will be uh, back in Dallas in 2022. I'm Is that what they said? There First, we go. Are, yeah. are they doing it in Tampa again this time, or no? Are they doing it? In, uh, yeah, they're doing Tampa again this year, and then they're doing it in Jerry World in 2022. Um, I went in 2016, I think, when they had it in Jerry World, and that was a lot of fun. And it was a boyhood dream because I'd never, you know, if you're a wrestling fan, you want to go to WrestleMania. I honestly, um, I want to go to Royal Rumble more. Royal Rumble, yeah, that'd be really fun to go to. But what if you're a real note, drug and go to a fucking Royal Rumble? Dude, I, I was so trashed at that WrestleMania because we tailgated. Yeah. And we were drinking. We, we were so funny about it because we had a bunch of beer, right? Like Miller Lights or whatever. And then we went to a gas station, which was flooded with wrestling people. Like, because it was like the closest gas station to the stadium. 
So there's a ton of dudes like dressed up in WWE stuff, like walking by and all this stuff. And we get in there and we buy like cheap boot. We bought fucking Mad Dog 2020. That's how cheap it was. <laughs> and we're just chugging that. And it's in April and it's hot. And I had to pee. And if you've ever tailgated at anything, having to pee is the worst thing possible. It was so bad, I was, like, keeled over, and I'm like, I'm about ready to just pee a little bit in my pants just to leave some pressure out, <laughs> just so I could stand here. <laughs> Wait, are you laughing? Because I think one of you has peed themselves. Is, is, this, is this what happened? Whatever number of he is on your screen. <laughs> you peed yourself at a tailgate, Brent? Uh, so you guys do it all wrong, man. Here in Philly, we just piss. So we just pull that's them out That's not fucking true. That's not fucking true. I do. We all piss on the damn porta bodies. We don't even go in them. So, (laughs) I went to the stadium series in Philly in 2019. (laughs) Uh, Was it Flyers? Was it Flyers? Flyers Pets, yeah. Yeah. In Philly. So, uh, (laughs) I got all fucking hammered because that's what you do for these games, right? If you go to a sporting event, you tailgate. Uh, It was great when we were in, like, the in-area party thing. Xfinity. The Xfinity thing. Because I could go, mm-hmm. the, they had like 75 fucking porta-potties. Ran up, missed. Yeah. Uh, I've never been one that's been able to hold my piss all that long. I am not. Especially when I'm drinking, first off. So It's so much worse. It feels like someone is just squeezing your bladder. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's cold. Oh, like this it was, was cold. It was cold, wet, cold, yeah. shitty fucking weather. It was raining. Oh, man. Slash yeah, sleeting awesome. the entire game. So it was awesome. Uh, I go over to a buddy that I knew that was from Delaware, like tailgate. He drove in from Delaware to tailgate. And We're I was like, oh. in Delaware. Right across the river. <laughs> it's right, yeah. It's right. He literally lives, like, he, he can get to the stadiums in 45 minutes from Delaware. It's oh, like wow. Council Bluffs to Omaha, literally. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we go to my buddy's, like, tailgate. We're sitting there. I was like, oh, fuck, I got to pee again. Well, the problem was, is the tailgating lots at area they have like four fucking porta bodies per lot it holds like three thousand cars <laughs> so i go to get in line i'm like i looked at my buddy tony i'm like dude i gotta pee like real bad he's like yeah so do i i'm like well i looked around a bit i'm like there's a fucking goddamn brick wall over there so i walk over to start peeing on the wall fucking Flyers fans start chucking shit and yelling at me like, oh, Jeff, fucking Pittsburgh fan, pee wherever you fucking want. So me, like, freaking, freaking out. I was wearing a, no, fucking, I mean, that, that I was is... wearing a fucking Latang jersey. Like, that's yeah, what I in was... the outer lots oh, wait, sorry, of the Schultz. Infinity lots. Like, there was tons like, of Penguins fans. Fuck you. Dude, Philly's still it doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean shit when you're in the so middle of there. So, of course, like, Philly, like, Philly fans booed Santa, man. They don't give a shit. The drunken freak out that I guy. Anyway, fucking freak out that I have. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? So I shoved my dick back in my pants. I'm like, I am trying to hold it, and it yeah, didn't. Yeah. I couldn't hold the rest of my pee, and I peed my pants. Nice. I saw him walking back. It felt like he was gone for like a half an hour, and I didn't know anything. Because I literally stood there, there, was like rubbing at him. Yeah. Like, this is gonna go away. It's gonna go I away. And of course, I wore khaki here. fucking pants. So I only lived here for like a couple months, and then Brent comes into town for this shit. So I don't know any of these motherfuckers. Brent comes walking up real slow, and I'm, I, and I'm like, dude, I think, I think Brent peed his pants. <laughs> and here he comes right away, dude. Oh, it was the best. You and what can you your jersey around it, it or something, right? Yeah, like, you're a poncho. Oh, my God. 
Wait, yeah. you had a hockey jersey. I mean, I feel like a hockey jersey would cover the. the... No, it went down all the way to his feet. No, like there oh was my god, feet. it was just a streak. <laughs> There's like a just streak on in, it. I think full stream. Yeah, Panicked. I was fucking. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was drunk. <laughs> and Philly got to him, man. They beat him up that whole weekend, dude. <laughs> yeah. Never, I can't. It was running down his leg. <laughs> dude, it wasn't like it was running down my leg. Like, so I was like, literally, dude, it was a fucking freak out moment. I shoved my dick back in my pants. Just like, oh my God. I wear my pants loose enough that I didn't have to button them. Because so. my, my thought process the whole time I was like, it's a hockey jersey. It should be long enough to cover your crotch. No. So, like, I don't I yeah. the glory so, story, man. That's funny. My, like, shit. actual jerseys that I wear, like, Jerseys like they're not like legit. Like I could wear like my hockey pads over them. Like I just wear a jersey like a little tighter or whatever. I don't want a giant mm-hmm. fucking baggy thing. Like I had like a hoodie on underneath and it. So like it kind of took it up. So like dude, it just it went right below my belt line. So yeah. you could see my fucking entire crotch. I usually wear it right then too. It was just yeah, funny. yeah. Right away, right man, into the series. When a man pisses himself, you really yeah, can't. I know. <laughs> whatever. I still drink. <laughs> After. I didn't have tickets to the game originally, so I was like, well, fuck, what do I do only, now? Only thing that would have made that funnier is if it was like a puking rally. It's like he threw up after. It was like, all right, let's keep going. Let's go. That's oh, no, way cooler. Yeah, that's not even embarrassing at all. That's like I king don't give shit. A shit, dude. Like, it is what it is. I nah, fucking, I think it's cool. You should I own it. I freaked out that the fucking goddamn Philly fans were yelling at me, and I fucking threw my dick back yeah. in my pants while I was I'm peeing. sorry. I don't, know. I don't know how we got here. It's but. okay. <laughs> it is what it is. I peed so yeah. many pants related. I, had, I can't remember. I didn't fully pee my pants. I halfway did. I got half of it out, and then I freaked out. Oh, it went on your leg. I feel like that's counts it wasn't on my the leg. whole thing. I, I could try and find the fuck. Oris has a photo, I think. Not a person in the world thought you didn't pee down your pants, dude. That's yeah. fair. There was a lot of pee in those pants, yeah. You couldn't play it on like, oh, I spilled the beer. I'm MC, no, I'm MCP pants. I like candy. Leave me alone. That was cool. I thought it was cool. I thought it made the well, HBO Max. Uh, it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Like, I fucking, I peed myself at a fucking game because I fucking thought that I was going to get fucking punched by fucking Philly fans. These are garbage fucking people. Is that a hot take? <laughs> yeah, it's just hot take. Brent peed himself. Yeah.